my eyes twitching. I feel like I should put my glasses on. Are people going to see my eye twitch from there? Like, <laughs> as long as you don't have like a crazy eye that goes <laughs> off. <to> the... <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to another Shots from the Winchester podcast presented by Greencastle. Today I have two very special guests with me, Daniel and Abby Riley. Hello. Hi. How are you? How are you? Good. How are good, you? Good, good. I'm good. I'm so glad you're here. So we're going to get into why they're here and uh, have a really great podcast lined up for you. But before we start, we have to do a shot. We're in the Winchester. Obviously, Abby's probably not going to be doing a shot of uh, what you select, so you'll get a special shot here of this uh, ginger soother. <laughs> so, Daniel, what do you want to do a shot of? Let's do a shot of tequila. Okay. It's appropriate, right? You're from Texas. Yes. Got to do the tequila. What is it? What is it called? Oh, my gosh. I don't know. It's, okay. It's called... Oh, man. I, okay. It's this. It's I don't tequila. know. It's tequila. It's, yes. In a very cool bottle. We've got the on-brand shot glasses here for you. All right. So, uh, what should we cheers to? We you. To, to me? To How about you. to you? To us. To, to all, us. To all of us. All right. Thank cheers. That's a good tequila. That Actually, ginger is, is not bad. Good ginger. <laughs> Daniel and Abby, you're here on the podcast. Uh, they are business owners of Pivotal Nutrition. If you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the branding on Daniel's branding. hat. Um, so what is Pivotal Nutrition? I'll let you take that. Let me take it. Yeah. So Pivotal is basically, it's a macro-based meal prep company. Um, but really, truthfully, we are a time and convenience like solver um definitely nowadays everything is getting so busy and you know everybody has no time that we basically solve that problem um and visually prepared meals packaged delivered to your door to drop off to gym stuff like that that's awesome so who is pivotal nutrition for is it for a certain type of person is it for everybody or i'd like to say everybody but and really truthfully it does fall into everybody's category um I wouldn't say like a niche as far as like bodybuilding or anything like that, but anybody needing to create that time. And actually, truthfully, I mean, we can save money at the store also because you're not panic buying. You're not, you know, if you forget your list, you're not buying more. This, you go on, you basically order online and yeah, it's just solving time. Yeah. And it's not just the time, I'd say. I think a lot of it is you have really good quality too. Like you're not just focused on, you know, giving anybody any old meal and, and getting it to their door. You're focused on having quality ingredients too, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, quality is our number one. Um, quantity over quantity. It, I mean, we've we've said that from the very start. Because um, it would be easy and nice to, to pump out thousands of meals or whatever, but then you get into that manufactured feel and it's just like everybody else it's manufactured and it's it's low quality so i mean we we strive to be quality is number one for us and so how do you do that like are you looking for specific ingredients are you looking for local vendors how do you achieve that quality that falls in her department that's where she's a stickler for a lot of that yeah quality has always been number one and being from we're from texas if and you know some people say that our draw is gone but some things we say it's still around but yeah being from texas we have literally any kind of protein vegetable anything all year long that we have access to and up here with the seasons it was a little different but you guys have incredible farms and all kinds of local produce and 
beef and chicken and stuff like that that we've been able to learn about and utilize with our company we wanted to bring that here we didn't want to go to the store and get the same stuff anybody else can buy my goal at the end of all of this would love i would love to have like a farm to table kind of situation and we use a lot of local people we've met some really incredible um, local businesses that we utilize with our chicken and distributors and stuff like that and then we have our, our spices literally come from a guy out of new york that he makes everything that we get and it's just really cool to be able to utilize those people around us yeah I can attest to that, um, having been somebody who's eaten their meals for a few years. I mean, the quality does speak for itself. Like it's, it's very different than, you know, if you're just going to a grocery store and picking up something to put in the microwave, like you can really tell the difference in the time that you spend and like the love and care that you put into your meals. So, so let's get into like, how did this, all, this whole thing get started, right? Like, I mean, there, there is a story behind this. So I'd love to hear how did Pivotal Nutrition get started? That's a fun one. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It, um, so I come up here on a project, work in construction. I've worked construction for 20 plus years, uh, travel the country, hauling RV, camper, stuff like that. Was in a process. I went from actually working on my tools to like inspection. And then with that comes like eating everything and then I got introduced to Wawa and that started a whole <laughs> new like downhill spiral. Um, but I was working with some guys. We were in the process of losing weight. Um, I got to my heaviest at 300. Started working down and then kind of hit a hard plateau around 260. I uh, got with a guy and then started going through the meal plan and stuff like that. And I was like, well, shit, if we're doing it, then maybe somebody else, I can cook for somebody else and it'll pay for our meals and then, you know, we'll just do it for free. Our meals, he, our meals would be for free. Okay. Yeah. So, oh yeah, we'll yeah. do this. We'll cook for a lot of people, and then our food will be for free. Right. I'm like, okay, maybe. <laughs> so I was at work and um, in the office and asking a couple of guys, like, hey, if I started cooking and like meal prepping for everybody, would you buy it? And he's like, yeah, cause I'm tired of cooking in the camper. I was like, all right, cool. Well, then I'm gonna start one. Come home to our camper. And I was like, yes. hey, yes, um, to our camper. <laughs> so I was talking to some guys at work and started looking at doing a meal prep business she was like well, let me do some research on like looking at the menu seeing you know, what we can do woman we want to plan and yes. get it all on paper and talk about it for at least a week or something <laughs> you know yeah i said cool because we got orders for like next week so we had to jump into like planning the menu so basically what we did is we went off of my actual plan that i was eating and then just started from there and we was cooking in a fifth wheel camper for six months oh yeah yep. yeah and i bought a cookbook i had started you know like being on instagram and stuff like that i had started following some people and bought emily Forsella's cookbook and that is how i taught myself how to cook i did not cook before <laughs> i did not do anything <laughs> i went through that cookbook and i carry it with me every day it stays in my backpack really yep that's that's pretty cool. So how many people were you cooking for at like the most when you were in the camper? So it started with just guys at work and then it got up to doing around 10 to 12 people at work. So we would, she would cook all day on Saturday. I'd get off work, I'd come home and then finish up and we'd package and everything. Get up Monday morning, pull orders, and then I would bring them to work. After our meeting or whatever, I'd, I'd divvy them out. Um, this is like... We had to buy a refrigeration, oh like apartment size refrigerator yes. and a chest like cooler for underneath the tongue of our camper to store the meals. Then it got to, we were doing upwards of about 185, 200 meals. Yeah, 200 meals by the time, the whenever we moved out of the camper. 
and then we was and then that's when we started to transition to where um we started feeding outside people so it was like oh shit we need to get kind of like legal now we found a commercial kitchen and then we've we've grown from there but we were doing 185 200 meals out of the camper it would be like summer months like because we started in the summer yeah ish yeah I would come home and we couldn't run the ACs on the camper because it'd pop all the breakers. <laughs> so it would be 120 to 125 degrees in the camper where she would be cooking. And then we had to step outside in like 95 degree to cool off. Wow. So one little pot would fit <laughs> on the stove because if you've never been in an RV, like it's just three little burners, but they're like miniature. And so you'd have one. So a normal size pan doesn't fit. Right. So everything was cooked individually. In and the then oven. in the little oven, I had one little sheet pan that would fit in the oven. Oh, yeah. We made ice cream. <laughs> we <laughs> did all kinds of crazy stuff like protein ice cream. There was nothing off limits. It was crazy. Wow. We see pictures now and we're like, what were we doing? <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of business owners probably think that. They're like, oh, in the beginning. But so that's that's really incredible. And, and I guess it spread word of mouth at that point that like somebody was like hey you know this is really good you check it out and hey oh yeah i like that so then they tell a person and so on and so forth so now you're in a commercial space right you've so you've expanded how many people or how many meals let's say are you doing a week now roughly about 1500 <laughs> so and then i mean we've in three and a half years we've it's all been word of mouth and that's what we're grateful for like our customers are phenomenal um I think I've spent maybe 140 bucks on Google ads and maybe Facebook ads. The rest has been 100% word of mouth. So Because your product's good, yeah. so <laughs> speaks for itself. That's really cool. So probably a lot of people are wondering, and I am too because I've never asked you this, what is it like owning a business with your spouse and working with your spouse? Like, What are some of the challenges there, the pros, the cons? I would love to hear from both of you because I'm sure you both have different answers. <laughs> I can guarantee they're going to be completely different. Sorry, mine first. You go she first. Can stare at me. You straight. go first. It's been fun. Um, prior to this, we never like fought and argued or anything like that. No. Plus, I was never home. No. So I mean, because I mean, those years we've been together for 21 years, married for eight this year, and of those 21 years, I've probably I was home maybe like six years, like five years. Yeah. Or whatever i mean we've built a house and all that during those years but um then when she come up here full time and decides we start to decide to start the business there was <laughs> knockdown drag outs just i mean because it's it's a whole different stress that you never you know thought of or whatever and then we've just worked through it and now like we've gotten way better with the communication and that's been the biggest thing is the communication because i was always the type of no this is what we're doing and we're going to figure it out and then now we we actually get into where we have to plan and, and discuss things a lot more because you can't just go at it and say no this is what we're doing because then you know the pitfall it may that could drown you so it's been interesting um yeah. it's definitely you have to have a very very strong relationship to start with because if not yeah it it will be one of the ones that will like end it because i mean there's there's been times where and that's always something that we've made a pact on is we'll shut the business down before we shut the marriage down. I had a lady tell me that at the beginning. She told she told me that from the beginning, like, don't 
let this business be over your marriage because it's easy to do that. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to do that. And like he said, I, I mean, I can't disagree with anything that he said, but for me, because I went from working, having my own, like being very independent because with him gone, I took care of our place. I worked, I had my own stuff going on. And then when he would come home, he, it was just kind of like a cool party, like, oh, okay, now we get to live together and do our things together. And then he would be gone again and my life would go back to being what it was. Coming up here, you don't get that. And then we started a business together and he was the one funneling, this is how I want it, this is what I want. And I'm trying to make it happen. And it did, it caused lots of, lots of days not talking. Yeah. I mean, being in a camper, <laughs> like, yeah. you can't go to the other side no, of the house. It's, no, you have to literally walk outside. You storm off and you go to the living room where <laughs> yeah. I can st still see you from the bedroom. <laughs> No, yeah, but like you said, now we communicate way better. And I mean, you have to, you have to. I mean, we still have arguments and there's still times that I walk out like because you have, you need that time. It's just like in any marriage and, or, or in any business partnership, but you have to talk about things and put everything on the table because even though we are working towards the same goal, we have completely different paths of getting there, yeah. like completely different. And that's okay. Yeah. That's what makes this work. Like. So do you have different roles that you kind of cover down on so you're not kind of stepping on each other's toes or we're, we're getting better at that too. Yeah. That okay. was that was something that was hard because he he would always say this is what I want. I was the worker bee. I would make it happen. And now with him being in the business full time, he sees that that's a little different than what he saw before. But we're working on getting those lined out. And then, you know, we decided to well not decided <laughs> so, so some greater power decided to throw a curveball at us and have a baby so that's been that's been another interesting uh thing to navigate <laughs> around yeah. because now everything i'm doing i'm having to delegate which mm -hmm. is really hard for me so we're working through all that but it's coming it's so good. we'll have you back in like nine months or so to see like yeah. hey you know like how is it working out now because that's that's a whole other challenge is to have exactly. a child and also be business owners yes. and you know you're you're still deeply ingrained in the business because mm -hmm. you're not at a point yet that you're able to like really remove yourself so exactly. like yeah maybe we'll do a part two yeah you know. so what is it like building a business from the ground up? I think a lot of people want to know that. And I think there's a lot of people that want to be entrepreneurs and, and I think might not quite understand the lift it takes. So what's it like building the brand and, and everything from the ground up? Everything you didn't know you had, plus some. Yeah. Like, literally. It, it takes ev everything. Everything. Every, yeah. And every single day. Even when, like, the world is on you and you have no idea what you're like how to like just scoot it over a little bit <laughs> you still have to go like you still just have to figure it out and work through it and incredible support system which we have through our customers our team each other stuff like that so yeah no it's yeah like she said it takes everything i mean it's just one of those it, it's constantly punching you in the mouth i mean Every day you get up, you're getting punched somehow. You know, if everything starts off good, it's you're waiting for that moment for something to go wrong or whatever. And then, you know, yeah, we have the vision for the business and everything else, but now you bring employees in, you have to forecast a vision through your employees to make sure we're all working towards it. And then you're dealing, you know, they have lives, so you deal with like what they go on and you're their support system. So it's every ounce of you is, is drained. And I mean, drained in a good way because I mean, it's one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. And this is coming from 
I was a union iron worker working three, 400 foot in the air, building crazy cranes, stuff like that, to, you know, doing other things to where this is the hardest thing I've ever done. But it's also the most rewarding because when you drop off the meals at somebody's house and they say, I've lost 30, 40 pounds, I've lost 100 pounds, I've, you know, or I've won nationals or something like that, it's, that's the reward. That's the, like the carrier on the end of the stick, I guess, that we're working towards because I get, you know, that's my, when I see somebody else succeed or whatever, then I, I've done my job. So now it's just multiplying to where I can do it more to where, you know, you build that. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it takes a lot, definitely from, from ground up. I mean, it, it takes, you learn a lot of lessons, uh, definitely a lot of financial lessons that you were not ready for. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I mean, but it's one of those that you just keep working through spoken like a true leader both of you like really like putting other people first and you know caring about the success of your customers and that's what drives you that's like that's a leadership lesson right like that's 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 pretty cool yeah i mean because you can get hung on the you know wanting the monetary things or wanting the materialistic things and all that but you go buy a car it's two weeks later it's just a car or whatever you know and it's, you're just driving it to work where this you see the residual where people are continue to chase their and we're able to be a part of it, mm -hmm. um, which is is just awesome to me. Yeah. I mean, just because I mean that's the things that because we were what was it Friday or we was Friday we was getting gas and fueling oh, up the van yeah. for the Saturday. And, I mean, it's one of those days. I mean, you're just going through and you're in the, in <laughs> and the middle of. And we literally had just got like a kind of a bad phone call, yeah. like from our kitchen, like something of an issue come up, like nothing that you couldn't work through. But we were like working through it in our brain. It's Friday afternoon. Everybody's tired. We're fixing to get ready to deliver. Like we're finishing up supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those setbacks. And then a guy walked around the front of the van. Not that I was figuring he's going to like, what is this? What do you do or whatever? And he's like, hey, I'm one of your customers. I just want to tell you that phenomenal service i love your company i love everything that y'all are about he called uh, both of us like, <laughs> like oh my god thanks guys you know, like. <laughs> so you know so those little things that like that push you forward you know and that's what i look for in everything every situation so i mean to be part of people's families and and their livelihood is is what we do it for yeah so then what's one lesson that you have learned through the development of Pivotal, like to, to the point that you're at now, like what's the, the biggest takeaway for you? Dang, Lindsay, that was, that's a tough one. <laughs> getting me in my, getting me in my feels. I mean, honestly, you, that you can, that you can do it. And yeah, maybe, I don't know. That's a really tough question. No, I mean, I think you hit it. I mean, it, it is possible. Everything that you think of is possible. It's just going to take work. Yeah. You can't, you can't shy away from the work. And if you want the easy route, you're not going to get anything out of exactly. it. You'll be one of the things that gets spit out to the side. But if you really like put the work in and strive to be the best, then good things will happen. I mean, and- And, and I guess that that's where like, well, I was trying to like form my thoughts. Like it's not, just like you said, it's not about the money. It's not about what we have. It's about the friendships that we get to make and the family that we get to be a part of and stuff, because that's what you guys are. That's exactly why we do this every single day. So yeah. that's a great answer. That's <laughs> great. Um, so what, what advice would you give to somebody who wants to start a business? That might be a little <laughs> bit of overlap from lessons learned, but you know, what's, what's your advice to the, the audience? If there's anybody out there who's like, hmm, I'm thinking about being an entrepreneur, what would you say to them? Dive into your numbers. 100%. Know that very first off. Um, <laughs> I was using the job that I had to cushion everything. So if the business needed money, I would write a check immediately and hand it to it and say, just, you know, figure it out. Um, 
we'll catch it up later we'll figure it out later and all that um which numbers has always been a thing because you got to know your cost breakdown and you know in order to be a business you have to be profitable but i would just pad it to where you know you learn those lessons you're going to learn the lessons one day or another i mean and we've learned some of those very valuable lessons to where first thing i would say know your numbers 100 percent, like what's coming in what's going out and then like figure your profit margins and then stand behind your product yeah 100 know your why yeah know your why and like because that's what's going to keep you keep you going yeah. and don't quit mm-hmm. don't ever quit great advice that's good that's good for anybody that's applicable even for people who aren't mm -hmm. you know entrepreneurs who are just like kind of starting out their career and everything so what's the future look like for pivotal nutrition i want to take over the country <laughs> <laughs> no it's um, domination. Yeah. i mean i want a second location in texas so we can hit the midwest more um also with you know family being down there and everything but I want to be the like the house name for meal prep or like a meal company. Uh, I feel that we've gotten like companies have gotten to the point where they're just mass produced, where they don't really care about the individual as much to where I want to be that family driven like brand to where I mean, where when somebody says oh, I need a meal prep company, we're the first go to not because of like how good our food is, but everything that comes behind like our core values and all that that people can stand with and be, and be a part of. Just, I mean, the mission's bigger than just, you know, being food or whatever, mm -hmm. so. You have anything to add to that? <laughs> no, because no, it's, the, it's the same, just like I said, we're working towards the same goal and it's it's just, you know, yeah. taking different paths to get there, but yeah, yeah. Same, same thing. Like, well, you've grown a lot in three years, so yeah. who knows what the next three years are gonna bring. I mean, if you're growing at that rate continuously, like, you know, it's gonna be insane, so. If the audience wants to find you on social media, how can they find you? What uh, We're on Instagram at uh, Pivotal Nutrition One. Facebook is the same. And then... Um, it's the number one. Pivotal yeah, Nutrition, one. the number one. Mm -hmm. And then on the uh, internet, it's PivotalNutritionOne.com. Yeah. Okay. And then if somebody wants to order meals from you or, or try it out, is there like an order minimum or can they like... Like, what's the kind of ground rules for ordering? For we don't somebody? have any. We just want to get our food in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> and once you once you get it, then you know we want to take care of you from there. So, and you yeah. deliver to All the homes. Mm -hmm. yes. How far is your your radius? Sixty five miles from Westchester. Okay, so that's yeah. that's probably a lot of the audience. And yeah. then you also drop off at gyms, at gyms right? Yeah. Um, so I think we have upwards of. I think 20 locations that we drop off in the uh, think, yeah. amongst that 65 mile radius. Yeah. So where can somebody find that information? Is that on your website it's too? It's on the website, yep. yep. Okay, and then they, if they're gonna order, when do they order and when will they get their food? We have two delivery dates. Okay. So you can order Sunday by seven for Wednesday delivery. We try to keep that close, but we don't really do that. <laughs> we'll go wherever you are. <laughs> and then on um, Saturday, Wednesday, is Wednesday at midnight is the cutoff for Saturday delivery. And we deliver all day Saturday. We get our drivers on the road by nine and it's literally all day. Yeah. They're they're out all day. Yeah. So and then it arrives to your door in a you know, in a little bag, oftentimes with a handwritten note, which is a really <laughs> nice touch. Business owners out there kind of take note on that. Um, but it's been really awesome having you. I would love to have you back for a part two, sure. especially after the little one arrives, yeah. you know, to, to see like one of the lessons learned. Yeah, uh, I you know. that. <laughs> right? 
Um, everybody out there, please like and subscribe to our channel. We really appreciate it. You'll get more great content just like this and give Pivotal Nutrition a follow on their social media platforms and try out a meal. I mean, you know, like I'll be honest with you, like I was skeptical at first many years ago and now <laughs> I don't go a day without it. Even if I'm on vacation, you know, like I take the stuff with me. So give it a try. <laughs> All right, you two, thank you so thank much. You. It was thank awesome. You, I'm gonna double handshake here. <laughs>